I'm looking at my knee. At Stop looking at your knee. Sorry. Right, I'm going to lean on your chair. All right, everyone. Uh, we've got a very special uh, limited edition uh, interview we've got today. With one a, of a kind. One of a kind, you're right there. Uh, we've got a double winning manager ahead uh, who is local to the uh, Barry area. Uh, may you introduce yourself, please, sir? Adam Hewings, manager of Barry Town United Ladies Football Club. So, we're going to have a little, little ramble about uh, women's football in the, uh, in the, in the area. And uh, we want to start off uh, because these cups behind us. Like Bessies. Right. Like Bessies. They've Look had a, a hell of a season. We just wanted to, uh, to show support on that and just admir admiration because I think it's nothing but a great thing for, for the local area. I'm just going to do this. Can you do this? Let's just do that. Give, give, give us like a, a game show. Like a game yeah. show. Yeah. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so talk us through this, this double winning season of yours, mate. Okay, so um, the players set targets at the start of the season. Um, our ladies section of our club, because we're quite a big club, we've got sort of 13 junior sides uh, going at the minute from under sevens all the way up to ladies. And then obviously we've got a development ladies side in the first team. And the ladies senior section have never reached the cup final before. So the players set targets at the start of the season that they wanted to get to those cup finals. They wanted to be the very first senior ladies team to reach a cup final so that's what we set out to do we we wanted to win the league as well because in our division we're tier two in wales mm. so it means only the the top club the team that's won the division gets promoted to the welsh premier league um it looks like we've just missed on, on that today so britain ferry congratulations to them um they've just pipped us to the post if you will they've they've just taken the taken the title today mm. and congratulations on their good side so they, we've lost out on that just about today. But yeah, we've... we've how, how important is that mentality to set goals for you to try and achieve at the beginning of the season? Like you said, like you, yeah. you all had, had, a, had a chat and Is that pushed by like you and the coaching staff or were the players very eager to just do it off their own backs and self Because that yeah. doesn't usually happen. With, you just see what happens usually in, in, in football setups and no one's got any sort of direction. They don't want to play <laughs> and then it comes together. Yeah but to actually decide, right, that's what I want and that's what we need to do. So every cup game, you, that's the plan. You stick to it. Yeah. Psychologically, how important was it? We expect a lot of the players. We expect a lot of ourselves as well. But it's tough when you set goals because I think once the season might start looking like that's not going to happen, mm. I think the wheels on the bus can start falling off. Mm. So it's tough. But... They were excited more than anything, you know, they were eager. Like last season, it was my first year in the club, we came in just after the season started and we sort of just took over and we were trying to figure out the squad and see mm. how we were going to play and where we were going to go and what the club wanted. Mm. So, yeah, the players were, were brave really in, in choosing that, but at the same time they were excited. They wanted to be the first Town ladies senior team to reach a cup final. So. Bit of bravery, but I think they were quite excited to do that as well. So I think that's that's quite good. Which cup means more to you? Other than we've won, yeah. Which one? At the start of the season, yeah. I would have said the South Wales FA Cup because that's yeah. quite a big deal. But in the manner in which maybe we won the Welsh Women's League Cup and also now the teams we beat and what it stands for, I think if you give it five years from now, that's going to be a big trophy to win because we've beat every team in Tier Two so yeah. to get that. So you know, there's teams like Britain Ferry in there. Aberystwyth Town, 
Penna Bond, Cascade have had a great season. They obviously evolved. We beat them in the quarterfinals. Mm. Um, so in the manner in which we won it, I think the best trophy this season, not just because of the sheer size of it, but yeah. the Welsh Women's League Cup was, was, I think, the nicest to win. We didn't ask him to bring these either. We didn't. <laughs> he, just, he just carries them around just now, isn't he? That, that, he has them in the boot. That, that Texas afternoon, don't bother to them unless you're bringing the trophies. Yeah, we are now. What was the, the hardest game that you played this year when you thought, oh, it's not going our way? That would be the Britain Ferry final. The final? Yeah. Two one, yeah. Both those finals, Two honestly, one, yeah. they, they, they aged me. I've told you this. Yeah. And they aged me, just waiting. Like, you didn't, you didn't win them easy, did you? you didn't. Talk us through the Britain Ferry Okay, game. so Britain Ferry, um, we went to the game as underdogs. We'd just been beaten at their place 3-2 in the league, and it was a game we were comfortably 1-0 up at half-time with. We were looking good in that game, we eventually lost. But we went 1-0 up again, sort of on about 20 minutes. Good work from, from our left winger, Naomi Coulson. She, she worked so hard to get that ball. She just picked the keeper to it, rounded and put it in, which was a great goal. And we went 1-0 up, and we sort of looked okay. Mm. Went at half-time, um, same as we did the previous weeks, and we'd said how they're going to come out firing. And I've got to be honest, for the next 45 minutes, we really touched the ball in their half. They pinned us back. Bearing in mind, they're a team that have just been relegated from the Welsh Premier League the season before, mm. and they got relegated with the most points the team has ever been relegated with. They're a good side, you know, they've got real good players, they, and the management staff are fantastic as well with them. They pinned us in, you know, mm. and they eventually took his toll. Uh, their right back scored a great, great goal, really good finish on the edge of the box into the bottom corner, it was really good. And it was, we were sort of breathing a sigh of relief. Um, we cleared one off the line as well in about 85 minutes. We were hanging in on mm. for that ninety, the last forty-five of that ninety. We were really hanging, and it didn't look like it was going to go really our way if you were just a neutral mm. watching the game. Jeez. Some stuff, extra time beckoned, obviously. That's yeah, full on. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what that would be like to to watch, knowing that you know you've de- you're, the, you're in the final, and knowing you sat there just thinking, oh come on, just hold out, hold out. Did you at that point think the one off the line? You must have just been. Yeah, yeah, that there's rumours half the ball was over that line. If we're talking VAR, then I don't know, I don't know where it would have gone. But you know, we've made the clearance, we've made a great block, so it, it pushes into extra time, which is really nice. How was extra time? Did they carry on pinning you back at the first, start of extra time? We, um, for the first fifteen, we decided to see how the game was going to go because mm. we were going back down the the pitch of Pennapons on a bit of a slant, even though it's three G, it's a bit of a bit of a tilt on it. So first half we are playing downhill again, so we said, right, we'll keep it as it is, we'll, we'll sort of not hope for the best, but we'll go with what we do, we're not doing anything wrong, mm. so we'll try and, and try and get through it. Nil-nil half-time, we decided to change the shape a little bit, we left the wingers out, we were with a sweeper, a back four, um, a single pivot, a two in midfield, and then a ten and a nine. Mm. And we just said, let's, let's, let's see what we can do with the front two, and if we can score with them two up there, then... Maybe it's looking like we've got to hold on for pens because we're not looking like the best team in the world. Mm. But credit to the girls, when we talk bodies on the line, they were they were amazing. You look at the Huddersfield clip the other week where they were trying to stay in the Premier League, and I tell you, it looked exactly the same. That yeah. Team mentality. It was, was just... it was, but they just did not want to lose. You yeah. know, we got some old heads in there, we got some young girls, and they gave everything. And Amelia, one of the young girls, we just brought her from the development side, making a making a big star in this game. She's playing well. She'd won the ball back in midfield, played an absolutely beautiful ball through for. For one of our strikers, Ellen Phillips, who's had a long season injury, she was just coming back really, and the finish, the finish was phenomenal. You know, she took took one touch on her right foot straight over the keeper. How old's Amelia? Amelia, she's just turned seventeen, I think. 
Oh, I'm 16, 16, she's 16 years old. Yeah. Just to see the ranks coming through. Yeah. Yeah. When everyone is in that mindset and everyone is working their, like, their ass off for each other, is that when the biggest measure of success as a, as a, as a manager? Absolutely, yes, and you can, have, you can have the best players in the world. You know, and there's some famous players out there. You know, you look at people like maybe Balotelli and other guys, mm. and you just look at them. And you think, you know, they've got bags of talent, mm. but if it's not doing the job, then they're not they're not singing from the same hymn sheet. Because we discuss this all the time. It's a case of when when Luke Simpson says, "I would just need like three or four different players," and I'm under the impression like you get them, you bring the most out of the players that you've got, yeah. and understand the yeah, you can be higher quality of players. Win. But it's not just you can't be a Continual. I just need to get two two players in, yeah. and then I'll be complete. Because you just don't know what will happen, so you have to make do. But it's getting that mentality in place and getting people fired up for a game is so important. Yeah, like, and it takes players, so much time, know. and it should be draining, you know. Yeah, there's, you know, we have some players. You know, you you'll know from being football for yourself. Some people are better trainers than others. Some yeah. people come alive mm. in games, and even the players sometimes they go, oh, "I'm not going to get that from them." Mm. They were given it. You know, and you can see how much they wanted it, and it, it means everything sometimes. Yeah. And you know, to get those two cup wins, it was fantastic. You know, when it's when it's sort of in your grasp, yeah. they were they wanted to go. And everyone's fired up. Everyone's so motivated, yeah. keeping them focused. Yeah. yeah. As well as as well as keeping cool and being in being in the right shape and doing the right things, you know, because that's important as well. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. It goes hand been, in hand. They were set training class. properly. There's a difference in there as well with like going back to having you know that team mentality, and it's there's there's some being greater than its parts. In you know, like being a, a coach's coach, if you will, like yeah. they've got it at Napoli now, where it's they they bought. There's not a lot of money compared to say you you know Juventus or Inter or AC, and at Napoli they're competing and they're beating Inter and and Milan and the bigger size except Juventus who are just on their own. But and that's all based on the fact that the owners have said, well, this is what you've got, and he said, well, that's fine. I'll just work with what I got. Yeah, there's a great example of Chelsea ladies this season, you know, they've not got they're phenomenal. They've not Chelsea got as much ladies. money as one Man City are spending yeah, on wages players. Mm-hmm. But for them to do have succeeded the way they've done this season is Yeah, to, to do this to do the double Chelsea yeah. ladies is yeah, just absolutely they've done brilliant. Brilliant. Really What's the local support like in, in the area? How many how many people were witness to you like, through both? Yeah, the they sort of got one stand. And that was that was sort of I'd say half full, but They've got a barrier that goes right on the pitch, and you know, pretty much on both sides of that, it was it was pretty busy. So I'd say there was there was enough people there. It was good. Do you feel the community growing like online with the presence and people more active uh, through uh, Twitter and anything else or Instagram or? Because women's uh, football now doesn't see it's, it's in the, it doesn't seem to, I can't remember it being bigger than it is now. It's definitely the fastest growing sport in the UK for sure. Yeah, I think and. Um, no, it's good. There's more professional sides going up. You know, you've got teams like Yeovil are doing well. They've just gone up to the Women's Super League, and they they're really hanging on in there. Like you know, they're doing, yeah. they're doing a good job. Yeah. Um, and there's just teams like that to to aspire to. You look, Cardiff Meta are leading the way with Swansea. Them two clubs are doing really well. But yeah. if there's a model club in terms of a senior side, King Coyde are doing brilliant. They've mm. they've been in the Welsh Premier League for a few years now, and they started off, you know, just as a normal team does, really just starting off and hoping you know, to go and progress. Yeah. And they've won their first trophy this year, they've won a League Cup within the Welsh Premier League. So they've done well and they've they've sort of got their highest finish, they're doing good. So we're sort of bedding in an ethos in the local area to get get support of like that's the model that you're working with. Well, to to yeah. have it at this level with yeah. this achievement, it yeah. should be highlighted. 
and there hopefully should be more kids they willing should. to to, to well, chip we've in. got you know at United as as a whole within the club there's a fantastic support for our section you know the manager Gavin Chesterfield and everything they're doing these people like Mike Cosler David Cole they're supporting us massively there's mm. there's a brilliant support network there you know we have coaches meetings and all the players interact with each other it's not like a this is the men's side this is the ladies side this is the Panthers ability side mm. everyone's in it together and for us to have 13 junior sides and two ladies sides you know, as, as, a, as a female side yeah. of the or section of the club is massive and they support us great. it's huge isn't it because again you wouldn't it almost and I don't want this to sound patronising but you almost wouldn't think like when you think Barry Town you wouldn't think that this, the lady side was that big yeah. we've got um, all those age groups yeah well, well we started out as Vale Girls and uh, the chairman Luke Williams and the secretary Gino they started it off and they've worked tirelessly they've gone into the schools and then sort of work there mm. they've worked tirelessly for about I'd say four or five years now yeah. and it's really painful and you can see they've built the, the, the ladies side from sort of the lower end up mm. they've started off with the young girls and moved into the ladies so the last ladies uh, sorry the ladies section the last sort of to succeed in that sort of transition yeah. but the junior sides they, they've won everything for years they're phenomenal the 16s have just won the FAW Cup that was a massive achievement for us as a club that's yeah. the biggest cup you can win as a junior section they've just won the league as well the 15s have done the treble again yeah. they, they're coached by Dave Buff and they, they're doing brilliant and is there a clear progression so yeah. now say the end the end of 15s yeah. will they then just immediately roll over into the next one and then can you have players from the end of 16s in yours well that's the, yeah that's the idea we want we want everyone to be able to progress each year yeah. so this year we've played I think six 16 year old players that have come from under 16s to development mm. to ladies and if you want to be at a club where you can progress properly yeah. and your aspiration is to become the best footballer you can be, maybe even go on. You know, we've got two ex-players for us now. Um, one more recently, uh, Grace Harrell, she's just gone from playing for us to being a 15-year-old going to play for King Coy because you can play at 15 years old in the Welsh Premier League. Mm -hmm. And she's obviously, you know, been in the Welsh camps now for a while. Uh, she's very close to making her debut for mm. Wales she's, she's been on the bench for a couple of games actually the game I think you guys might have come well, to yeah. down yeah. in the Cassidy Stadium yeah, she was that was the, a great game yeah. I really enjoyed that, that. Was, she was you? on the bench that for that where so. I met my new goalkeeping hero wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> she had a great game she had a great game she had a yeah. screamer so, you know, we, we're the club to be at if you want to progress properly You know, it's brilliant it is brilliant and it's with um, obviously now with Cardiff City getting promoted we're now going to suddenly find out that there's about half a million to a million more Cardiff City fans than we first realised that there were. As is the way. As is the way. Um, that should, I wonder if there'll be any, will you notice you know, more people getting into football as a whole? Which, as in when Wales got to the, we did so well in the Euros. Yeah. I've never seen so many football fans in my yeah, life. They're yeah, all gone back yeah. to rugby now. They mess. Listen, <laughs> it's a good thing because if you uh, inspire people in that way, you do Definitely. something right. It's brilliant. Definitely. It's the right way of doing it. You know, so yeah, I just I think it's a it's a progressive thing. Yeah, mm. But um, how else would you um, let people like kids know how to get into to playing football like a, a base level with with Barrytown ladies? Yeah, so we try and do things on social media so it's known out there. You know, if you Google us as in a team from Fairview yeah. Morgan, we'll come up in your search engine. You know, it's, it's there. Our website's pretty good. It gets managed very mm. very regular, so all the details are on there. You know, we'd love as many players to come and join us. And under sevens and under eights, we've got, well, we're well into double figures. You know, they're sort of 15, mm. 15 so plus players already. So the beginning of this season coming, pre-season, how can, how can like, kids 
find you to no detail like would they come for a trial like yeah they so to training and also in, in terms of juniors or se- seniors sorry? seniors so senior seniors they it's a well networked group now in football so um yeah they i think players who are playing at the minute would know who we are mm. yeah um, they just have to search you know, by the time we're not in ladies' football, that helps. Yeah, I mean, that helps. <laughs> yeah, it's you not. You just walk around the streets, yeah. just yeah. holding them. That's a game. <laughs> you would as well. <laughs> I'd like to sleep with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we can. You know, the advertisement's there for yeah. sure. But and they know when to when the trials are. Yeah. Know. So this year, what we what we like to do, we have done trials in the past. What we're looking to do now is a five-day open training session plan. So, I say anyone could be invited. Um, for the first team, it'd be more like you'd have to have a little bit of a football CV. Now you'd have to, you know, yeah. you wouldn't come into our first team setup if you'd have no football experience whatsoever. Mm. But that's why we have a development side, you know. So you start training with the development side, and if we think, hey, yeah. you know, this player should be training, so or maybe any, even playing any late starters, or if they yeah, definitely, or just get back into that's it. Good. That's good. That's good in itself because well, one of my bugbears with football is the late starter. You know, there's quite a few notable cases of players that have come in. Older, a bit older than is the norm, yeah. And they've been world beaters, you know. Yeah. Well, it's funny you should say that. In our first cup final against Penabont, our winning goal scorer, her, Charlie Preen, she, she does a lot with the Welsh set in terms of coaching on the ladies' front. But um, she hadn't played football for a, for a fair few years, mm. and she came back to start with us in the summer, just gone, mm. and now she's scored the sort of winning goal in the cup final. It just shows that even if you've had a big breakout for whatever reason that might be. Mm. If you work hard enough, you know, you yeah. can definitely get yourself back in there. It's, good. it's one thing that I've been into, I've read a lot on, actually, because um, Brentford actually did it themselves. Brentford got rid of their under-21s and their under-19s and just scrapped it. And then what they did, they set up a, a development squad, in essence. It's called something different at Brentford. But it's cherry-picking all the people who got released from Chelsea, Arsenal and so on and West Ham all the London clubs basically and they got released and they're suddenly they're 22 and they're like well, what do I do now and Brentford was like well, we'll have you mm. and a lot of those players are now playing championship week in week out Superb. in terms of the commitment to be a player like how many times a week is training is it twice a week yeah so we train twice a week and then obviously play play mm. on the weekend but um, when the fixtures get a bit boggy because of the weather Maybe twice a week goes out of the window because you're playing football, you know, official mm. games twice a week. But yeah, train twice a week. Mm. Um, when you join our club, um, you get a full gym membership included with that as well. So yeah, you get a gym membership. You're expected to train twice a week. Mm. If you don't, you obviously usually fall a little bit more by the wayside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, train twice a week for sure. Where did they get the gym membership? <laughs> We're not giving you advertisement. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's cool. So you, the players are well supported in the role. Definitely, I don't think you know when you come to our club, you pay a sign-on fee and you pay a you pay a monthly a monthly fee, which is actually compared to other clubs who are playing lower divisions than us, is mm. really cheap. And they get a full training kit, uh, which is six-piece uh, training kit. Yeah, gym membership, train twice a week. All your match fees are included. You get mm. summer tournaments, away games. Yeah, everything's pretty much in the bag for that. Sweet, it's incredible, isn't it? Um, looking ahead, really, based on well, where do you go? Yeah, just then, just then. Didn't ask him to bring. <laughs> um, where do you see? Where do you go from from there? What's the aim for next season? So, because we're still going to be in the Welsh Women's League, which is Tier Two next season now, mm-hmm. um, we'll still be able to compete for both of them. So, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, hanging on to them would be great. 
Um, there's the other cup that's involved in that in that sort of setup with the South Wales and Women's Girls League mm. that we've been to before, but promotion's always the key. You know, we want to be playing the Welsh Premier League. There's teams up there we think we can beat. Mm. Um, and there's teams we think we'd like to hope we can compete with. So winning the Welsh Women's League will always be the primary target for our senior side, always. That'll be what yeah. the club will set. That'll be what the players will want to set as well. Mm. But yeah, definitely getting promoted up there to play in the top tier of women's football mm. in Wales is always the goal for our senior side. Yeah, yeah. create a community and like build on that and build on it and build on it. Hopefully in five years' time from here, it'll just be, just be the start of something really special. Yeah, we'd like to think so. The club seem to think that way. And the players we've got in our junior ranks now, once they start filtering through to that first team, well, they've already started, but the more they end up coming in, the stronger the team will be, the more competitive the squad will be. Mm. The sky's the limit with this club, you know. The, the yeah. coaches put in the work, the people behind the scenes put in the work, so the players can go and perform. You know, we try and give the best surroundings and environment we can, mm. and we'd like to think in the next five years we would be competing up there. Absolutely, yeah. Exciting times. Exciting times. Yeah. All right, that's a little chat. We're gonna that's it. Switch us off, and we're gonna talk more football then after this. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice. I like the applauding. <laughs>